back to Minds of Metal. My name is Daria. And I'm Lance. And together we're a husband and wife team, both professional musicians who love all things heavy metal. Today we're reviewing two new Periphery songs. That's right, yeah. Periphery released two tracks a couple of weeks ago. One's called Zagreus and one's called Wildfire. Um, and we thought we'd take a look and review and analyse the songs. Periphery. Let's give quick facts about the band. What have you got? So they're an American band from Washington, D.C. that formed in 2005. Uh, they've currently got six albums out and the seventh comes out this year. And these two new songs are from the seventh studio album. Now, they're considered uh, one of the sort of innovators and pioneers of the gent genre. Okay. So I think we've spoke about gent briefly before in our videos, but... Do you have like a definition that you could share? Yeah, so gen is like a sub 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 genre in metal. It's like it's, you wouldn't I wouldn't say it came directly from traditional heavy metal, but from traditional metal, then you get the likes of progressive metal with you know Dream Theater would be a good example. Then you get progressive metal that goes heavier. A band like Opeth would be example uh, would be a good example. And then from bands like Opeth, this is where kind of gen sort of I'd say stems from. It's far heavier than progressive metal. Um, it uses odd time signatures, polymeters, which means playing different sort of time signatures, either on top of each other or one after the other. Mm -hmm. um, what other things? Syncopated riffs, uh, down-tuned guitars. That's a big, big thing, especially with bands like Periphery. Um, some other notable gent bands would be Tesseract, Animals as Leaders, uh, Meshuggah as well, I suppose you could consider a gent band. Um, and yeah, that's, that's it for gent. Does that make sense? Yeah, why is it called gent? Um, <laughs> because it, cause it's the sound. Gent is the sound. If you describe a riff, I say, oh yeah, listen to this riff. And someone said, let's take that gent, gent, gent. Gent. <laughs> so that I think that's what hilarious. it is. Hilarious. That is so funny. I know, yeah. Imagine that. I'm like, just trying to think what other genres you could make so from a sound of an instrument. <laughs> so the other two things about Periphery. Um, I've been told they don't take themselves too seriously. Uh, and some evidence of this is, um, even just from a bit of research we've done this morning, the names of albums. So their, their fourth album, or is called Periphery 4, is called Hail Stan. Now, I think people think it's a spelling error because it should be Hail Satan, but they've yeah. sort of gotten rid of the A for oh. Hail Stan. Um, another thing is that this new up-and-coming album, which comes out in, on March 10th this year, is called Periphery 5, Gent is Not a Genre. So it's kind of a bit tongue-in-cheek. They're sort of taking the mick out of themselves, maybe, more than anything. Yeah. Um, and another thing what I mean about not taking themselves too seriously is that I've seen from comments under these YouTube videos of these two new songs that they're actually quoting riffs that they've previously put in other works of theirs in these new songs. Okay, so it's like literally sampling your own Yeah, it's, just taking, it's just taking a melody from a previous song, from one of the previous right. albums, putting that melody in this song, maybe with different context, a different sound, maybe it's heavier, maybe it's softer, whatever. Um, but, you know, that, the interesting thing about that is that that's very normal in classical music. Um, yeah. In You know, you hear these days when artists, when someone, you know, was it Marvin Gaye, Marvin Gaye's company sued Ed Sheeran for using 
a same chord progression or a same rhythm or whatever. In classical music, you wouldn't call it copying or you know plagiarism, you call it quoting. Because when I studied classical music and I'd sort of analyze symphonies, I'd say, or my teacher would say to me, um, look, he's quoted Beethoven here. Mm. And you can do that because you, it's just a melody. It's just a bunch of six notes in a different order, the same order that Beethoven did. And if anything, I think it's a respect kind of thing. Maybe that is part of their sound. This is how people know what periphery sound is because they you know, kind of keep reusing some, some bits and pieces. Yeah. And this is what their sound is. But yeah, shall we get into the songs? Yes, let's do it. Which one do you want to do first? Wildfire. Okay, let's do Wildfire then. Okay, so the first half of Wildfire, I don't know if there's too much to say about it. It's very, very gent in that sense. Um, you've got the standard gent characteristics, uh, technical, very highly produced, syncopated riffs, palm-muted guitars, down-tuned, it sounds very low. Yeah. Um, harmonics and the weird guitar noises at the end of the section, so it's like... Like something like that. Um, but yeah, no, very, very heavy. Growls, screams, what are we calling them? There's both. Both, There's okay, screaming great. mainly, but there are a couple of growls here and there. So growls and screams are on point, and I think it's just a very, very good piece of gent music. Yeah, I think straight away, as soon as I heard it, I was like, wow, that's heavy. That's very heavy. But the song gets very interesting. Around mm. pre-chorus, the singer starts singing, okay? Clean singing. And uh, instrumentally, however, the groove sort of stays the same behind it, which is very, you know, it, it's cool. It's kind of keeping it a constant. There's something constant about all those changes that happen, actually. Yeah, and the yeah. clean vocals take you by surprise because, yeah. as Dash said, the music continues to be there. And I actually think it's, it's very good melody writing to put in a vocal melody that is interesting, that yeah. works over the top of incredibly complex riffs. Because that's not got to, that's, that, that can't be an easy job to say to someone, listen, here's the riff, it's in like odd time signatures, like really syncopated riffs, write a melody over it, please, and make it work. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah. that, you know, whoever writes the melodies is really cool because in this specific pre-chorus, I think it really works. Yeah, and then the chorus has these really cool, shifts in melody and harmonics yeah um, so the, the harmonics what we mean that there can be there's obviously the harmonic you do on a guitar but harm, harmony and harmonic in that yeah. sense means the chords that are being played underneath it's just something you don't expect to hear in a gent yeah. song really maybe not in a gent song you know in a metal song okay let's just like generalize it okay this is not what i was like expecting at all you will hear exactly what i mean just listen to the chorus like you can really hear it well this is a characteristic of jen playing odd weird progressive yeah. chords um and i think if you were to analyze them honestly if you analyze the chords and play it on the guitar turn turn down their distortion turn down their gain unpalm mute their hand and more than likely, I reckon you've got a jazz chord in there. <laughs> like well, a, a chord with a root or something, and then yeah. an altered note added in or something. Um, Interesting you say that, but we'll talk yes. about it in a minute. What about the guitar solo? What did you think in Wildfire? Uh, so one thing about Jen that I can't say I'm a big fan of is the guitar solos, because there's one, you know, the best example for me, and I might get hate for this, don't care, Meshuggah's <laughs> Bleed. The guitar solo, I just feel yes. it has such a, a heavy feel to it. And I don't feel the guitar solo matches the quality of 
what you're hearing throughout the rest of the song. It's, it's, it's the same way I feel about thrash metal guitar solos. Kerry King, fantastic yeah. guitar player, but I don't like the way his solo sound. I know that's thrash. I know that's a characteristic of thrash, but I don't like all the whammy and the like just shredding for the sake of it. It just almost makes it like cheaper. Yeah, no, that's too simplistic. Yeah, comparing to the fact that they have the skills, mm. they have fantastic skills there. The wildfire solo is great compared to the other solos I mentioned, in my opinion. But again, it just has that sort of same characteristic. Yeah. But sometimes you feel there's there's sections in there just for the sake of being a bit weird or a bit odd or a bit different. What you said about jazz chords that was really interesting because. Towards the end, we have a little jazz piano section. Yeah, it, it kind of, it just completely changes. If you watch the video, it's quite interesting mm -hmm. because they drop all their instruments and they go over to a TV and they watch, it looks like they're watching back what they've just shot, but then behind it goes this piano jazz solo. Um, and that's followed by a saxophone solo. Oh, no. um, and the gentleman playing the saxophone is from a band called Shining. I can't remember what his name is. Um, but yeah, just a very unusual and odd section to add to a, yes. a really heavy gent song and those jazz solos were beautiful i yeah, thought the yeah. melodies played really. it was just so loungy and just, <laughs> yeah just that's that's the when i studied jazz and when i was telling my family that i was into jazz at that point Everyone was like, oh, jazz. it's just stuff you, you hear in, the, in an elevator or a, a lift, as we call it in Britain, uh, lounge music. And I thought, well, actually, if, if someone says a piece of jazz music is good enough to be used in a lounge setting, then I think that's a compliment to the, because it's meant to relax you. It's yeah, meant to not sort of be so disturbing yeah. that you go, oh, what's this? It's meant to just kind of settle you in yeah. into the mood. Um, and I think that, like you said, the periphery do this well. Yeah. Um, and it really fits with the song. It's a really cool solo. The saxophone solo isn't entirely jazzy to that extent. I think there's some bluesiness to it. It has feel, it has heart, it has yeah. uh, passion in it. It's not just Great. jazz for the sake of jazz. Yeah. But do you think there's a reason behind injecting that jazz section? Or did they? do you think they just did it because they could? Well... If you think about what other bands that are standing out at the moment are doing, bands specifically like Sleep Token, and we did our reaction to their video, The Summoning, um, which had, I can't, what happens in The Summoning? There was something like this, wasn't it? It was jazzy. I need to look at my notes. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, I don't remember. Anyway, Sleep but, Token yeah. are doing, oh no, it's, it's Chokehold, the, the song Chokehold, where it's basically like an indie song until the chorus where the heavy, heavy guitars come in and then it kind of becomes a metal song for that section. So I think we're seeing this wave, you know, bringing the horizon, bringing the electronicness into their music. Yeah. Um, I think we're seeing a wave of bands just trying to inject other styles of music into their own music for the sake of, I don't know, accessibility, maybe maybe trying mm -hmm. to reach a wider audience. Maybe it's maybe it's themselves. Maybe maybe they're not fed up, but maybe they feel they've accomplished writing heavy music, and now they're trying to transcend what metal is by saying, "Well, fuck it, let's just put a jazz song in it." Just pushing the boundaries, maybe. Yeah, trying know, something trying new, trying stuff. something different. Yeah, very good. So the second track is called Zagreus. And I thought the interesting thing here from the start is the title, because Zagreus alludes, or is the name of a Greek mythological character, I believe, was he the son of Zeus? 
Definitely son of Zeus. Um, and Persephone, and, that was yeah. the other one, yeah, Zeus and Persephone. But what's more interesting is that Zagreus is the main character from the video game Hades. And according to a tweet from one of the periphery guitarists, the Hades game fueled their writing sessions for this upcoming album, uh, Periphery 5, Gent is Not a Genre. So what they've done as well, if you see, you see in the YouTube comments under this video, not this video, the Zagreus video, that they've actually taken a little melody from the Hades video game and inserted it into this song. Yeah. So remember we said earlier about them not taking themselves too seriously and sort of doing these little quirky things? This is them paying homage to the game that helped write this album by taking a little melody and sticking it in. It's really cool, because yeah. like, why not? You know? Know, yeah. Why not? And if it was an inspiration, then do it. Then yeah. Do it. yeah, but it, it's, a, it's a funny one, because uh, I just couldn't headbang to this song <laughs> at all. Like... Because of all, all time signatures and stuff, it's just really hard to get into that, you know, head-banging sort of rhythm. Yeah. And I just gave up. I was like, right, I'm just going to listen to it. Yeah, it's like there was this odd time signatures all over the place, the syncopated riffs, but, you know, this is what we've come to expect, um, the, these yeah. typical gen characteristics. And you hear it again here in the first part of this song. Now, I say the first part of this song because we mentioned in the last video about, uh, involving Opeth about the importance of classical music in progressive music in general. So you have the rock, progressive rock, a band like Emerson, Lake and Palmer. Keith Emerson was hugely influenced by classical music and you can hear it in his playing. Then you've got Dream Theater, who sort of were sort of like the, the next stage, the metal version of Emerson, Lake and Palmer. And yes, and again, you hear through their music, loads of classically influenced solos. Then you go to Opeth, who do the same sort of thing, a bit heavier, and here, we're potentially seeing some classical influences because this song is in three parts, which in classical music terminology could be considered a sonata form. And it literally means three parts, section A, section B, section C. And I feel like we've got this with this song. You've got section A, which is the gent part. You've got section B, which is the soft rock part. And then you've got section C, which is like the classical music part at the end. Yeah, and I really, really love that observation, by the way. Well done, that's brilliant. That's really, really good. And uh, I think that... If we were to compare this song to Wildfire, to me personally, it's much more melodic. And you've got the soft yeah. rock bit, which is actually quite melodic, and the ending also, you know. Yeah, there's, there's a lot more melodies in yeah. this song compared to the to Wildfire, and I think that's what makes it so nice, is because Ooh. it's more than just vocal melodies. In Wildfire, apart from the jazz section, there's not much melody in there, except yeah. for the cleanly sung vocals, but here, You've got a lot more in Zagreus, I think. Yeah, and you've got a lovely chorus that you actually want to sing along to. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, yeah, it's a very memorable melody as well. And I like his voice in this one too. I mean, I like his voice in the other one also, but I think it just has this crisp, clean tone. Reminded me of Coheed and Cambria singer a little bit. Yeah. And with his with the chorus melody, as you said, it is crisp, it's clean, and in the chorus there is a, uh, a stability within the chords. The chords that they're playing, I don't know the lyrics, but it's like tradition, and really easygoing chords underneath. Mm -hmm. And for me, this acts as like a release to the tension that the gen builds up. You just said that you can't headbang to it because it's hard, wait, wait, where's the one? You can't sort of headbang in time. It, you, it's all over the place rhythmically, as in you can't sort of get into a good groove of headbanging. That creates tension because you feel uneasy. You're sat there going, well, wait, does the riff start here? What's going on? And mm -hmm. suddenly you flow into the chorus 
where it releases the tension, you're like, yes, yeah. this is nice. Exactly. And that's why I think it acts as, which I think is really cool. Um, I love, I love the post-chorus riff uh, and the cleanly sung vocal melody over it. I think it's like, it's almost like a waltz in 6-8. And again, just experimenting, going with yeah. these time signatures, jumping from one to the other. Yeah. Love the gent section in this song. I think it's really cool. Yeah, and again, if we're comparing to uh, Wildfire, the guitar solo, so melodic. Oh, yeah, yeah. So melodic. Like, it's literally opposites. They're just so different. Yeah, I completely agree. And this is what I was talking about earlier. If you listen to the feel and the heart, and the passion that I feel is put into the Zagreus guitar solo compared to the Wildfire one. And if it's two guitarists, I'm not comparing. I'm not saying the guy who plays it in Zagreus is better than the guy who plays it in Wildfire. It's mm. just the no choices. Mm. And maybe the Wildfire solo, maybe they purposely made it like that. I don't mind. It's just, like I said, just my opinion. I think you share it as well, don't you? But the Zagreus guitar solo, wow. Just really... Yeah. It feels to me like that whole soft rock section could come from like an Opeth album. Yeah. Just so beautifully composed, the dynamics having gone from so loud to sort of so soft, um, really yeah. nice. And then transitioning into that, will it ever be, will it ever be honesty? Yeah, that was just lovely. What a dynamic as I well. I think we're also seeing a new side to his vocals because in Wildfire and the and Zagreus up to this point, you're hearing him shout the clean vocals. Is that the right word? Shout or project them? He just projects it in a bit more, like a bit more, energy. with a bit more energy. Yeah. But this time, it feels like you're actually hearing him softly sing, and it's nice because it's almost a new tone to his vocals, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just softer. Yeah, it's a bit more maybe like a breathier tone and stuff. It's just softer generally. Yeah. But I think that builds up though, doesn't it? Because there's a yeah. repeat of those words. Will it ever be? Will we ever live in honesty? You know, yeah. it just repeats, and then will it ever be? And then it goes <laughs> up and up and up and we get to yeah. a heavy section again, which is kind of reminiscent. Well, actually, it's almost like a marriage of the gent section and this soft rock section together before we get to the final section, which is the classical music bit, which mm -hmm. I found incredible because the first sort of 30 seconds of it with the piano, it's almost like yeah. you could be taken from a video game. But then after, when the percussion comes in and you've got the full orchestra behind it, it sounds to me like a Hans Zimmer score. Like it could have been in Pirates of the Caribbean or The Dark Knight Rises, you know, something like that. I just thought it was an epic end. And again, what we're seeing here is another mixing of the genres, another sort of experimenting stylistically. We said it, gen, soft rock and classical music, but this is to a crazy extent because you've got the whole orchestra there yeah. to end the song. Yeah. Um, so yeah, despite the soft rock section and the classical ending, this is without a doubt a gen song by a gen band uh, under the umbrella of heavy metal. So if you were to choose Wildfire or Zagreus, what would be your choice? Zagreus, 100%, because I love the journey it takes you on. Um, I think the cool little thing in Wildfire, the jazz section is cool, it's quirky. I haven't really heard of anything like that before. <laughs> um, but with Zagreus, um, I just love the journey it takes you on because it really does emotionally, dynamically. It's little things like the guitar solo that tips Zagreus over the edge. That solo yeah. is phenomenal. And we actually watched some videos yesterday of them doing a guitar playthrough, yeah. which was really good. Um, technically fantastic playing from all three of them. I mean, the drummer and the singer as well, you know, yeah. te technique wise, but in terms of that guitar playthrough, it's phenomenal. Um, but what's your favorite one? Zagreus, for literally the same reasons as you. I really liked it because it was different. Yep. 
would I leisurely listen to the song? Probably no. I would. You would, but you have you have a heavier taste than yeah. I do. Uh, would I listen to it for the sake of curiosity? Oh yeah. Will I listen to the new album? Of course I will. People could be put off from a band like Periphery from listening to the first minute of this mm. song and even the next song as well. But anyone, if you're here watching and you're just curious and you haven't listened to the song yet, don't give up. If, if you find, if you think the first minute or 30 seconds is too heavy for you, don't turn it off yeah. because there's more to come. And the way that they seamlessly go from section to section works fantastically. Periphery 5, Gen is Not a Genre, comes out on March 10th. I've already pre-ordered my vinyl, uh, cannot wait for it. Wicked. Um, and yeah, so looking forward to it. Yeah, thank you so much for watching this video. Share with a Periphery fan, share with a metal fan, and have a metal day. Have a lovely day, we'll see you soon.